Well, let's welcome back Coach Taylor. Coach, do you have team updates for us? Um, no, we're just really um, in, the, in, the, in the process of um, exit meetings. And actually, you know what, before I even start, and it slipped my mind last week, um, you know, we definitely need to pray for the families uh, at, West, at, at Virginia. Um, they had a, 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 a crazy happening down there where some football players got, um, you, know, you know, lost their lives, man. So just, I, you know, I know a lot of times we jump on here and, we get right into stuff, but man, it's a lot of it's a lot more going on than you know running a football program. We had three young men lose their lives, man. so just some heart and uh, prayers and everything goes out to those families out there, big time. So, you know, I have but, to say, um, Coach, that 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 whole thing kind of stunned me because you know there seems to be such a brotherhood. To hear that a, a former player came back today, that was kind of stunning to me. And scary, um, scary and sad. So, you know, um, it just puts a lot into perspective. You know, when you start thinking about what's really important, you know, just you know, I know we we the season didn't go we we wanted it to, but you know, you know, for the most part, guys got out healthy. You know, our team, you know, stuck together. And I, I can't even imagine what the administration is dealing with at at, um, at Virginia. And I think something happened at New Mexico State too, as well. So there's a lot going on around the country that we gotta gotta just continue to keep uh you know keep our prayers up for people. So absolutely. And were there team updates though that you wanted to mention? Yep. Um, you know what? Just doing you know post post exit uh, interviews with you know we freshman last week evaluated all the coaches last week. Going to start start on the returners. Um, I, you know I was talking to my boss, Mr. Verdugo. Um, so you know just got to make sure we're we're not leaving any stone unturned to try to figure out a way um, to to get ourselves you know where we where we want to be. You know so team is for the most part good. Uh, a couple guys some post season um, surgeries. That went well, so we're just going to try to get guys geared up for you know spring practice when it when it rolls around. As as far as 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 far as it seems, it, it'll be it'll, it'll jump on you really quick. So, is it August already yet? Um, <laughs> okay, question <laughs> with that yet. <laughs> no, no, we'll start. We'll start with fan questions, and we'll begin with Gene. We'd like to know, Coach, who were your top players on the team this season? Um, well, you know what, um, I'd have to start with uh, Charlie Wilson. Um, set a school record, 73 catches, and you got to remember, people that follow us pretty close um, uh, know that Alejandro, our quarterback, went down uh, with two and a half games left. So who knows the sky's the limit for what Charlie could have did? I'd say Alejandro uh, was a bright spot until he got hurt as a sophomore quarterback. Um, uh, Davis Pickett, uh, offensive lineman, played 10 games for us as a, a starting left tackle. You don't find that too often. I've been doing this 19 years, and uh, this might be the second kid uh, that started as a freshman at left tackle, so Davis Pickett. Uh, Nico Rokofor had a, was having putting together a solid year before he before he hurt himself and got banged up. Um, Zach Griebel and, and Ryan Corey both had solid years defensively, and Caleb Leaders, um, all three of those guys had solid num solid uh, performances at times. Um, so I would say, and then Javon Jones, Javon Jones at our second level, and Sam Fritz at our second level had 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 good years. So, I should say solid years, solid years. Fantastic. Uh, I would like to know, would you like to see college football at all levels add more games, like a 13 or 14 game schedule at Division One, or maybe even 12 at other levels? Um, you know what? That's a good question. Um, personally, I think the game is, is, you know, those Saturdays are precious. You know, so the more that you can play, um, it would be awesome. But, again, you got to think about a lot of different things that goes into game day, is, especially at our level, man, how, how are games getting staffed, officials, um, the amount of pounding on the body. Well, just 
this all depends on, you know, where you're at in your program. But it's always – I think it would be really cool to, to play more. But, you know, it's just not – it's, not, it's just not that easy to say, hey, we're going to play more games. you got to think about all the, ramific- all the ramifications of what playing more games looks like. So, He'd also like to know, he says, I don't know if you've heard this, Coach, but I have read some articles where they are talking about Division Three looking to get rid of the bye week. Would you think that is a good idea? Wow. Um, I did not see that. Um, yeah, I, I didn't see that. Uh, I think the bye week is good. You know, I know on, when we are, whenever we have it here, people always ask, you know, do I like where it sits, where, where it fits? And for me, it's wherever they put it. Um, so I, I do like the bye week. It gives you a chance to reset, uh, take a peek at you know what you're doing, what other people, what other people are doing, what's trending, what's not working, what is working. So I do enjoy, I do enjoy the bye week. So next up is Jordan, who'd like to know who do you like in Ohio State and Michigan this weekend? Wow. Hmm. Well, Michigan just had a kid go down. I think they're top running back down, so they don't have him. I think I'd have to go with uh, the guys from Ohio, man. But, you know, if they had the running back from Michigan, I mean, it would be interesting to see if Michigan could beat them two years in a row. So we'll see. I, I, but I, I guess if they don't have the Michigan running back, maybe Ohio State. Our buddy Andre returns this week, Coach, and says, uh, Coach, help settle an argument for me. A friend of mine believes that it is beneficial for the Eagles that they have suffered a loss so they could get refocused. I think it would have been better if they went undefeated because that becomes a lofty goal to shoot after. Which do you think is better for a team? I don't ever think it's good to lose a game. <laughs> so I'd have to I'd have to get on the side of you know you don't want to lose any of them. You want to win all, you want to try to win them all. I mean the same thing at any level. Pop Warner, Division three NFL. I mean you want to try to win them all. So. I can't imagine Coach Sirianni is in the locker room saying, I'm glad we lost that game. It's really going to, you know, if there's things that they can probably learn from it, but I know they, they, those guys are, everybody can, everybody that's in this profession is competitors, man. Nobody likes losing. So. That's right. Coach Taylor expects to win a Monopoly, too. So, no doubt about it. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Richard says, hate to tell you, Coach, but the Eagles are going to get beat down by the Vikings this season. Oh, well, hey, listen, you got to play the game. Um, I think. The Vi- oh, they, oh, he must be saying in the playoffs. Got it. Um, I think you know the Eagles already beat them once, so if we see them in the playoffs. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be an interesting game. Depending on depending on where that game is played, you know, the Vikings are tough to beat um, inside, which we saw they did get beat yesterday inside. So we'd love for that game to be in South Philly, though. We'd love for it to be in South Philly on a on a Saturday or Sunday night. Gordon would like to know: Have you ever had aspirations beyond coaching, like becoming an athletic director or even getting into politics? Wow. You know what? When I first, so I got my undergrad degree in physical education, so teaching is naturally what I'd be doing. You know, that's what I'm doing now. I'm a teacher just using football as the vehicle, right? But when I went to graduate school, I thought, you know, being an athletic director would be really, really, really cool. But um, nothing against athletic directors because the one that we have is really good, and he's really good at his job. But, I mean, he, I mean, basically, he just comes to work to put fires out, man. And I'm just like, holy smokes, man, how do you do that, man? And how do you, you know, you know when, when, what do you get joy from with doing it? But he's really good. I don't think that that's uh, in the cards for me right now. But, again, that's a lot of responsibility, man. But I am learning a lot from the guy that sits right next to me, Mr. Verdugo, and it's good to be able to, you know, just kind of get a, get, a, get a chance to see it through his lens, man. And it's, it's, that's a tough job. It's a very, very tough job. So selfless job. Larry would like to know, what is your biggest pet peeve in life? Pet peeve in life? One of my pet peeves. Oh, I got a couple of pet peeves. I, one of my pet peeves, I, if I'm ever caught, if I'm ever, 
saying like, hey, Rob, or hey, such and such, and they answer me what, that really bothers me. <laughs> that, that really gets under my skin. Um, I think anytime you got animals in the house, if you got animals on the on the furniture, that's that's one of my pet peeves too. Man, An animal on the couch or on the bed, one of my pet peeves. So those are two. There you go. I let you into I let you into my world a little bit. <laughs> I like those answers. Uh, Gilly was, would like to know what is something that you absolutely believe should not be served at Thanksgiving. What should not be served at Thanksgiving? You know what I think at Thanksgiving, man. It's, it's all about. You know, people coming together. So I, I don't think there's anything that's off the table. I think you can serve whatever you want. I know traditionally, right, it's turkey and uh, I guess uh, stuffing or dressing. Some people call it differently or um, uh, cranberry and pumpkin pie and sweet potato pie. I guess those are the staples. But, you know, anything I think it can be at Thanksgiving. So. How would like to know, were you a trash talker when you played corner in college? And would you like to share some of your best liners with us? TG, of course. <laughs> no, 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 not definitely, definitely not, man. Just you know, anytime I got a chance to get out on the field, I was way too happy. <laughs> I was too happy to be even thinking about saying anything to anybody else. So I was always, you know, just you know, if it was something, it was very subtle. But just you know, I was just happy to get out there and that the coach trusted me to put me out in the situation, so I couldn't mess it up. So I didn't have time to talk trash. So. And coach, our words of wisdom for the week. The words of wisdom. What do we have today? Let's see. Oh boy, here we go. Here's here, here here's one. Here is one. Don't waste your time stressing about things you can't change. How about that? Like that one? I like that one. That's a great one, as a matter of fact. Coach, thanks for joining us, and happy Thanksgiving. All right, happy Thanksgiving, and thanks for listening. <laughs>